We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our Nick, it only took me one time this time. I got it. It's it's we're we're live. We're recording, and uh, you can verify that we are recording. I can. Okay, uh, I see the little blue lines going up and down, and uh, yeah, I think we're recording. Because I thought we were gonna have to call in a substitute and uh, replace you. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been worried about that since week one of season one. <laughs> Third time's the charm, right? <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Last Call Podcast. I am your host Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host Nick Warner starting out here with something different i'm gonna be honest i'm not firing on all cylinders right now I'm a little sleepy didn't sleep well last night you know so i'm gonna start out bold here what what, what do you mean well i walked out of the kitchen with a knife i told you episode one what was gonna happen remember we had that bed that you were gonna kill me yeah, yeah no yeah. i was i was concerned for like a half a second i was like eh, you know what if this is the way i die this is the way i die so well that's not what the knife's for we'll hold on to that for you know future purposes but i got a knife because i'm gonna shotgun my first beer and put me back on all eight cylinders and what type of beer are you shotgunning nick it's gonna be a budweiser it's gonna uh, be heavy that's gonna be it's, it's gonna be heavy literally a bud heavy you know what i'm glad um, that we're doing a podcast and there's no video f- for now. There's no video for this, so you can't see how poorly I'm about to shotgun this. So. Well, you shotgun it, and I'll explain to the audience why you're shotgunning that beer. So, if you are just joining us for the first time, you're a little bit late to the party. But this is a podcast that Nick and I do every Friday where we attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes while we're doing the podcast. But the catch is, and the reason we're drinking Budweiser, is because each beer we drink does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. Nick, you're uh, you're tearing up there. <laughs> it doesn't look like it went very well. <laughs> it went well. It went down quick. I just got that gas bubble, and I'm going to be honest, I don't want to burp because that's rude. No, just don't do it into the microphone. We've done it before. The people get it. We're drinking beer. We're having conversations. You, you just it happens sometimes. So uh, speaking of you know gas bubbles and stuff like that, I heard this, and I'm not sure if it's true or not. Um, but you know, like the head on a beer. Yeah, the head yeah. on the beer. From what I've been told, and this was when I was in Amsterdam, we went to the uh, Heineken Experience, the Heineken Brewery, and they were saying that the head on the beer is actually a good thing because it keeps the beer fresh longer. So you're actually supposed to drink under the head of the beer. And the head, like, keeps the carbonation in and it keeps it fresher. So, uh, head on beer is actually pretty, is is good. The other thing that but I've... not too much. But not too much. Yeah, because yeah. that's when you mess up and you pour a beer too quickly. And then you get a, a, a pint full of foam. Yeah, and that no. That doesn't taste very good. No, nobody likes a pint full of foam. The other thing that I've heard about, um, like, light beers and stuff like that is there's so much carbonation that you actually want to release some of that so that it doesn't sit so heavy in your stomach. So if you get a if you get a head of beer on your light beer, it actually is supposedly de- little less carbonation and, and it'll sit lighter so you can drink more beer. So See, the only issue is, so, you know, when, I, when you've ever messed up, we all have done this our first time pouring a beer. We dump it in and we get that full head of beer, like the entire pint full of beer, uh, foam. Yep. And then somebody tells you, I don't know if you've heard this, you wipe like your forehead or your face, whatever, it has 
you have oil on your face mm. naturally. You wipe that and then you take that and then you swirl that finger that has the oil on it around the foam and it'll kind of dissipate some of it. So now I'm thinking though, you're never going to be able to drink under the head of beer like you're talking about because every time you take a sip, you're like that oil from your, like your upper lip and whatnot. It's going to like dissipate that. Like look, you're, you're, uh, it's already gone. Well, yeah, I mean, it, but like, the head of a beer is typically like for a better beer than. No, oh, that's true. Like it's yeah. like it's like a craft you, beer you, type of thing. Are you talking crap about Budweiser right I didn't, now? I didn't. Don't I didn't, you it's, dare! It's better than. Don't than, you dare! Oh, I'm not. We're not I'm making not. it to episode 13 with that attitude. No, I'm still waiting for our Budweiser non-existent money See, to show up. That's the attitude that I like to hear. Maybe one day. Sorry, I was in the middle of a drink. All right, so um, format. Uh, as always, or at least this season, is three topics, 15 minutes each, with last call. So uh, we're right at time for the first topic. Or and whatever the hell happens, honestly. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> we Last episode, we kind of lost control there for a little while. and uh, So we'll try to keep it a little bit more civilized uh, this episode. No offense, Mary and Casey. Um, we appreciate having you guys on. But you know what? It's boys time again. <laughs> the boys are back. The boys are back in town. I wish we could play that song, but we can't. We are going, well, I mean, we can, it's just YouTube doesn't like it. So Mm. I do want to go to something that we did talk a little bit about um, with Mary and Casey, which was like celebrities, right? We talked about the sexiest man alive. Uh, Paul Rudd was named 2021 sexiest man alive. And so we talked about some different celebrities and whatnot. Well, it got me thinking this week, who are the most recognizable celebrities in the world? Is no. this today or in this, the past or of all time? This is what? this is today. Uh, I've got I've got a couple of them because like a couple of the, you can find multiple lists. There there are similarities between the lists, but then there are some differences and discrepancies. Some of the lists have people who are dead, and we'll we'll get to some of those um, lists because I, I I found one that I'm going to go over, and then we can change it up, and I'll I'll bring in one of the other lists, but. In America, we're just used to seeing these celebrities. A lot of American celebrities, uh, I would assume, I don't have the numbers on this, but the vast majority of entertainment in the world is coming out of America. I would agree with that. That, yeah. would, be, that would be my assumption, right? Yeah. So we are used to seeing these celebrities. We, we know who these pop culture people are. In Europe, in Asia, in Africa, um, Australia, like the, the seven continents, right? What people that we know and just see on a daily basis do they know and recognize as celebrities? So I, I went and I found these lists is the uh, most recognizable, or I guess the title is 10 most famous personalities in the world because they're not all celebrities, but the 10 people that are most recognizable around the, around the world. So starting at number 10, we got Robert Downey Jr., I would say, yeah, for Iron Man and all the Marvel movies, right? I would say mainly that. Yeah, I mean, he did movies before that, but Iron Man literally... Certainly not Sherlock Holmes. No, Iron Man jump-started his career again. Yeah. uh, After he went to prison. (laughs) So, by a fun fact, if you didn't know, Robert Downey Jr. did a stint in prison. I don't remember exactly what for, but he did go to prison. It's a little uh, method acting. Yeah, too much method acting. So, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is number 10 on that list. Uh, number nine, Justin Bieber. 
Makes yeah, sense. Makes sense. I mean, pop star, a lot of music. You're going to hear a lot of musicians on this list. And then surprisingly, number eight is Barack Obama. So you're also going to see some politicians on this list as well. Um, you, you looked like you were going to say something. No, I mean, it, I, it makes sense because I think the U.S. president is recognized all around the world for, I mean, they travel to other countries to, you know, do events and to do uh, uh, humanitarian work and whatnot. So I feel like that's why I kind of get recognized, right? Yeah. Every not. time somebody, like, even if they're going through the country to get to another country, they'll fucking say, oh, the president is stopping by, or the president of the United States is stopping through here on his way to do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, yeah, even, I, even it, for a small act like that, they're like, oh, it's crazy that he's here. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, number seven, Dwayne Johnson, so The Rock. Number six, Jeff Bezos. Uh, uh, richest man in the world, yeah. Yeah, well, it is, yeah, he and Elon Musk have been going back and forth. Although I, I, I'd be curious to, to know if people would actually, like, they know the name Jeff Bezos, but if you were to see him, like, walking around the street, see, and would you recognize him? Well, Probably not. that's the thing. It says the 10 most famous personalities, so I would assume that it, it's people that, that you would recognize on the street, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I would be like, oh, that might be Jeff Bezos, or it could just be a bald guy. You know, I don't know. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll I go mean, back, I'll go back and read what the criteria was that they used for this list, yeah. uh, after this. I mean, Dwayne Johnson is also bold, but that guy is humongous in, I mean, did professional wrestling, whatever. So there, there's movie, more to He's one of the biggest movies. movies. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's got a movie coming out every single but year. Just his look, like he has a recognizable look. Jeff Bezos is just a bold guy. Yeah, bald white dude. Yeah. Uh, number five, Cristiano Ronaldo. Soccer. Yep. Soccer, most popular sport in the world. Yep. So here's where I was saying, like, uh, some of the people on this list are dead. So Princess Diana. Uh, I wonder if th- how new is this list? Uh, you know? August of this August. year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that list, if she jumped up because of... Um, there was a documentary series or some drama series that involved oh, Princess Diana. Yeah, I think it, I remember it, that. It's not The Crown. Um, no. But there is another one. It's like Princess Diana or something like that. I wouldn't doubt it. Like some of these people, if they have something that's new coming out, they jump up in the list, right? Yeah, it could be too. Um, number three, Bill Gates. Again, rich person, Microsoft. Number two, Michael Jackson. Yeah. I, I, and then number one, Donald Trump. So you have Barack Obama, Donald Trump, politicians. You've got Michael Jackson um, and Justin Bieber. You got some musicians. Princess Diana was just royalty, right? Kind of just a pop culture icon. Right. And then um, you got a bunch, some movie actors. So kind of who you would expect to see, right? No, Nobody's really shocking on that list, right? I, I am surprised that there's not more like soccer players on there, given that uh, soccer is like a sport that any country can do. You know, if it's a third world country or a first world country, soccer is popular there no matter what. It's a very cheap sport, whatever. So you see these stars because they're very relatable to you. It's a person that literally can kick a ball. It's something that anybody can do. And like I said, most popular sport in the world is soccer. So I'm surprised there's not more on there. 
Yeah, I, I guess. Wait, who is who is the one? Oh, uh, Ronaldo. But yeah, Cristiano Messi, Ronaldo. Messi's not on there. Uh, David Beckham's not on there. Messi, Beckham, Neymar. I mean, yeah. But I feel like people know David Ronaldinho. Beckham. Yeah, you're getting a little bit deep there because, like, most people, I think, would know Cristiano Ronaldo and maybe Messi. Yeah. And but you would know David Beckham mainly because he married one of the Spice Girls, right? I mean, you knew he was a soccer player. And I didn't mar- know that. So yeah, thank he, you for that information. Which which <laughs> look up which uh, Spice Girl did he marry? But uh, Robert, by the way, Robert Downey Jr. went to jail, uh, went to prison for violating probation in 1999. In 1996, police found heroin, cocaine, and a pistol in the actor's car. Oh, he was, he was having- pulled over for speeding. So yeah, he was having go. a great time. So um, while you're looking up. Um, who David Beckham's married to. Uh, the This list is from Yahoo, and they said that they the information provided in this article has been carefully curated and gathered from notable sources like Forbes and Time Magazine. So uh, they kind of use things like um, social media following, uh, how many projects they've done, uh, money that they've brought in at the box office in some cases, um, Stuff like that. So those were some of the criteria that they used. I mean, it's Victoria Beckham. I know that, but what was she? Was that posh? Which, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we'll get back on it. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go to this other list because again, there are some similarities, but some differences. So Dwayne Johnson's on there. He was number one on this list. Joe Biden's on there. Donald Trump's on there. Uh, Jeff Bezos again. Bill Gates is on there. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner is on that list. Robert Downey Jr., Cristiano Ronaldo, Obama, Justin Bieber. So a lot of these are the same. Taylor Swift is on there. See, it's a lot of it's all primarily U.S. Like you were saying, a yeah. Lot of U.S. I'm surprised there's not more from. I don't know. Well, Cristiano, like Cristiano Ronaldo, I think is the only non-U.S. person, right? Oprah Winfrey's on this list. Usher, Usher surprises me a little bit. Yeah, that's a bit high for him. Yeah. Um, Tiger Woods is on there. Selena Gomez, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. So all Americans, Rihanna, Rihanna. I mean, she lives in America, but she's not technically, well, I don't know if she's an American citizen or not, but, um, Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, and then Hillary Clinton. So a lot of singers, a lot of politicians, and then a couple sports people. Right. So, uh, I, I know for the audience, that was a lot of me listing people on a list. But what I'm getting at here is what makes these people like the most famous in the world? What makes them recognizable? Is it the line of work that they're in? Is it because Dwayne Johnson does a movie every single year and that goes out to the world, right? So like people see him and they recognize him as a celebrity. Um, Just like what makes somebody famous? I want to throw this out there that I hate that politicians are like celebrities. Yeah, they're on... The most famous people. Now, that's why it said most famous personalities. Like, they're famous, but, like, not in the same celebrity type way as, like, the Kardashians or The Rock or anything like that, right? But, right, yeah. Right, So I, it, it automatically gives you the, the, the thought that you're going into it. I'm sure people start out, right, that they're going to go into it and they're going to do something that's good for uh, the human the, or the humans around the, in the community, Right or uh, in the state that they live in, or for the country, whatever. They're going to do something good for their constituents. But I feel like ultimately people go in and they know that 
they're going for that celebrity status. Yeah, it 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 does seem very much like a uh you know who's who's the most famous, right? And that's who like each political party props up as like the go-to, right? Yeah. Who's popular, who's the one getting attention. And then they just prop them up and and put them on a pedestal and say, "Hey, you should follow this person because look how famous they are." You know, it's it's not always based on ideas, but I mean, politics is a different game in itself. So like, but so some of these people do deserve to be famous, right? Some of them are very talented and they create good music or they make good movies or, you know, whatever it might be. Is there anybody in your mind that is famous that just shouldn't be famous? Oh, uh, a lot of the TikTok people. Does that I, count? <laughs> uh, dude, that's exactly where I was going to go. Like there's a lot of people. There are some like TikTok people who I think are very funny and they're creative and they're, you know, whatever. But there are some that I'm like, how do you have a hundred million followers? I don't get it. I don't, I don't like the, what, what am I, they don't sing well. They do their stupid little dances and there's, there's a couple in particular that I'm talking about. Um, well, I mean, the funny thing is when you're doing this, like you're like, why you're doing this, which is what copy, copy lane or copy lane. Kobe yeah. Lane, what, and whatever. To describe my motion, it's like you just throw your hands out in front of you with your palms up, like you know what the hell. You I mean, know, that's like, automatically like the thing is that, uh, that hand gesture, whatever, is now symbolic to him. Like that is his trademark, and he, and you it, know, it's what? not, but it is, you know, and, and that's going to be a universal thing. It it transcends language, everything. And, and right? I, see, here's the thing: is he found a niche and he went for it, right? He's got a hundred something million followers and he found this niche but i don't know that he's talented no I, I, I don't know that he's you know deserving of the celebrity did he do something that you know people like and and will watch absolutely but like what are we, we're gonna pay him millions of dollars for like throwing his hands up like what the hell you know yeah. like the, the funny thing is you were talking about talent right um you know there's there's not much talent in that but for him he's got to have content like videos of people doing stupid stuff for him to be like, well, why the hell are you doing that? Right. Right. So people have to feed him content. So eventually he has so much of a following that people are just constantly feeding him with new videos and stuff like, Oh, you should do a reaction to this. You should do a reaction. So his job just gets easier and easier and easier. It's the same thing for like a, uh, um, a singer songwriter. What? Right. You get you, you start get writers. Out, you write, yeah, you write your own songs. Once you get good enough, people start writing it for you. So then it's like that talent kind of goes away. I almost wonder. I mean, the the hard work. I'm sure there's still a lot of hard work in it, but it almost gets easier. I would just, I would like to think that we reward talented people. And again, some of the people on this list, I think, are talented, right? I think Robert Downey Jr. is a good actor. Um, I'm surprised like Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't have been on that list or something like that. You know, he's in a, a lot of you know, big box office type movies. I think he's very talented. I think he's worth the money. Um, I just think it's, it has to do how many of those are just either people that are still relevant or are relevant uh, recently. Right. Yeah. I mean, like some could have put him in the news and that's why. Yeah. You automatically, I mean, think about, think about the, the, the intern that's typing this up, right. They're, they're going to type up like most famous people or, you know, just try to pull from the news or do the least amount of research. It's going to be the, the top thing that you found on the on the web search. So, like, oh, yep, that's good. Throw it on there. I want to go home. 
So on the flip side of who do you feel, and again, we kind of agreed on a lot of TikTokers. Um, I don't believe they are worth whatever they're making. No. Who is somebody who is not as famous as you think they should be? Uh, this is going to be a bit of uh, a biased opinion uh, because I am an engineer, but I'm going to say like people that invent things that are extremely useful to humankind. Like I think Nikola Tesla, think of him back in the day, probably wasn't super notable, um, but we, you know... What put him on a pedestal now? Like, uh, well, I Edison's feel, a different story, but I feel like some of those people, like, we do that to a degree today, but uh, like Bezos and Gates, they're both on the list, right? One's the founder of Microsoft and the other one's the founder of Amazon. Yeah. So they did create something that hugely impacts people's lives. And I'm, t- I, I, I'm talking more of like inventions, like new cutting edge things. Yes, they, you know, found a market that they filled, they filled a need, right? Mm-hmm. They did something that was different, but I'm talking about people that, you know, get like a Nobel prize. Like, can you t- tell me the people that got the Nobel prize for science last year? Nope. Probably not, but it's probably something that's very impactful that should be more meaningful. Potentially. In I, my I, opinion. I, yeah. I have no idea. It's something that, you know, transcends, it'll go further in the future then, yeah, okay. I can't say that because a lot of movies will last forever. Like, they'll yeah, keep going on and on and on. Art, and on. Right? right? It's Yeah. It's, it's something that's timeless. But I once, I'm I just once, thinking about inventions and how long they last, you know. I once had a teacher tell me that he thought that teachers should make a million dollars and that NBA players should make a dollar. And I think teachers should make more than what they're making. Yeah, and that's, I think NBA players should make less than what they're making. Right, but that's that's kind of those. I, but that's the free market. The market yeah. is willing to pay them that much to play that game, right? Like, there's only a handful of people in the world that are six nine, two seventy that can slam a basketball and just you know do what LeBron James does. Entertainment's also a lot more exciting than education. Yeah. And, and I hate to break it to them, but that's yeah, what it is. Right. So that's the market. My, if I was to, to pick one person that I think should be more famous, it's definitely Tori Kelly. And I know I've told you about her. Oh, I yeah. do. Like, if you don't know who Tori Kelly is, she, she's a voice in uh sing the animated cartoon movie. Nope. Never heard of it. <sighs> you know what? <laughs> I'm, Dude, I'm tired okay. of bringing up. Mo- How do have you not heard of these movies? These I don't are new. They're not new. Sing is not new at all. What year? Uh, I don't know. By the way, while I'm looking that up, uh, or while you're looking that up, uh, Posh Spice. Yeah. It was Victoria Beckham. Uh, Victoria Beckham is also an OBE, which I learned this from uh, uh, Peaky Blinders. So don't tell me it's not worth something. OBE? Uh, Order of the British Empire. So it's like a prestigious honor. It's like a chivalry title, uh, but anyway. Weird. So, Saint came out in 2016. So, it's fairly new. It's five years? Yeah, I, but that's, I don't know. It's not a movie that I'm going to Whatever. Really it, the point being is, if you haven't heard Tori Kelly sing, she has one of the most pure, like, she, her vocal range is ridiculous, and she has one of the most pure voices I've ever heard. But she's not on any pop chart. You know, you have to go find her music. You're not going to hear her on the radio. 
and it, it boggles my mind that she isn't more famous because I think she's possibly one of the most gifted singers I've ever heard. Yeah, think about all the ones that you've never heard of too. Yeah, I mean, so it, you know, it's it's fame is weird to me. Um, but you know what? Some people, it's, it's all what people latch onto, and think about all the people that you know, initially like this person, like you, like, oh, you're, you know, a big fan of Tori Kelly. But think about all the people that you talk about her and they do it. They get attracted to her or like her just because you liked her. I mean, it's like a popularity oh, thing, right? I mean, I know I sway the opinions of people okay, all not the time. Yours. <laughs> not your opinion, but I'm just using you as an example. Well, so... All right. Well, that was that was topic one. That's all I had. I was just yeah, no. I thought it was interesting. I, I, it's it's interesting to think about. I guess. Yeah. Again, you can't that, narrow it down to one thing. Well, and there's impossible. no metrics. There's yeah. no there's no definitive, you know, fame metric. It's just like how many followers do they have on social media, or like I said, like how many movies they've been in, or there, there's nothing to define fame. You yeah. just know it when you are. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know, when you've hit a million followers on Instagram, you get that blue check mark or it, something like that. You know? So I, I had back when I was playing baseball, I had a coach tell me one time, like, you don't throw hard until you throw hard. He was my pitching coach. He goes, you don't throw hard until you throw hard. There's no definition for you throwing hard. I mean, you can throw a number around it, but you don't throw hard until you don't throw hard. I go to the gym. I feel like I'm strong or whatever. You're not strong until you're strong because there's always somebody stronger. And I feel like that's also applicable to fame. You're not famous until you're famous, right? Because like there's people that think they're famous, but then there are people who are famous. Yeah, it's like A-list celebrity, B-list celebrity, C-list celebrity. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's just something interesting. Like you, you might think you are, but you're probably not. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. I, I thought that was an interesting. Thing. Yeah, it's good. Good take on it. Well, in in my classic uh, uh, style, I'm just going to jump right into the next topic. All right, what's the next topic? Fuck it. I don't need uh, transitions. Uh, I'm going to call this article or article. I'm going to call this section "Asteroids and Propaganda." Yeah. Okay. We're we're I'm venturing out here. So you always give me crap or or tease me about. Dude, I'm a big science, engineering, math. Like, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. STEM, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm passionate about That's it. what the kids call it these days. STEM. <laughs> no, they added, I, I should not. So it was STEM, right? Science, technology, engineering, math, right? Yeah. All kind of like techie, whatever. And then they added like an A at the end of it. And they're like arts. And I'm like, no, that's its own deal. <laughs> I was like, why would you add that? You might as well just add a plus at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so every year, so I was, I'm old now, right? And or I'm getting old, so I read the news. And a thing popped up the other day, and it was like, oh, there's another asteroid coming towards the Earth that we need to worry about. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's every year. They're like, here's an asteroid. It's coming towards you. We better worry about it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, is, is it... Correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I, I speak a lot in generalities because I remember hearing things, but I don't have like the articles in front of me. But where it's like there are hundreds and hundreds of asteroids that are on a collision path with Earth like every day. Oh, yeah. There's, but there's but the, vast ma- the vast majority either burn up in the atmosphere 
or they just fly on by and nothing happens. Right. Yeah. You've got the asteroid belt, which I think is between like Mars and I don't know, Saturn or something like that in between there. And it's just an entire field of just asteroids, objects moving through. And the thing is one asteroid hits another one and they split apart. Now you got like five. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and these all go on random paths or whatever. And we have to try to track them or whatever. Anyway, so I'm reading this article and the reason I'm bringing this up because it's kind of annoying. So this new asteroid's coming towards us. It's called 2018 AH. And I'm like, that seems like a goofy name. So naturally, I dig into it. See, I'm being a little bit informative here because I want to inform educate, the people, Nick. Educate the people. So 27, 2018 AH. 2018 was the year it was found. Pretty simple right there. The A represents the half month it was found. So January would have A as the first half and B is the second half of January. Does that make but, sense? But why not like one A? No, no. This is what what they came up with. So like what what would December be? But anyways, keep going. Uh December would be twelve, so the twenty third and twenty fourth letter, whatever those are. Do do it backwards. No, no well yeah. Y X. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. W. Okay. Yeah, WX, I think, oh, okay. if I did that right. Anyway, A is this, so A is the first half month of January, and then H is the subsequent, like, one that was found within that month. So it starts at A, and then B, C, D. So this was the eighth asteroid found in the first half of January in the year of 2018. That's stupid, but... Yeah, now, okay. now you know. Now, okay. Now you're now you're educated. Now so if an asteroid's coming. If that ever you, comes up at some trivia, you're welcome. See, this is perfect. This is honestly this is perfect because we go to trivia all the time and these are all these stupid facts and it goes along with our drinking podcast. Can can I can I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here, okay? Now that we're on the topic of trivia and then and then we'll, yeah. we'll go. We get this and I wanna I wanna hear from somebody on this. Am I the only one that feels this way? They give us the categories yes. of each question, right? So category one is movies. Category two is science. Category three is blah, Sports. blah, blah. Right. Yep. Some of the categories for the questions, it's random fact. Is that not just what trivia is? Like trivia is just a bunch of random facts, right? What's, what's the uh, word is like potpourri yeah. or whatever. Isn't that just like anything? Yeah, it's just anything. So like one of the categories at trivia is random fact. And I'm literally like, oh, so trivia. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know why that gets me, but it's like, that's not, that's not a category. That's literally what we're doing right now. Everything that, you know, you put it into a category, but all of these are just random facts. It has to be, it has to be categorized somehow. Right, but your category, it literally could be anything. So I, I would rather have it as potpourri because it could literally be about anything. Right, just call it that. Yeah, but they're calling it random fact. It was like, that's literally what trivia. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox. So anyway, so I'm reading this article, right? And it says this asteroid will come within uh, 2.8 million miles of Earth. What? And we care why. Because the article said that this is on a collision course for the U.S., or not the U.S., the Earth. But then they followed it up with... Did you, did you hear that? Dude, I don't know what that just was, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Dude, There's, I don't know if... We'll it, see if that's in there. I don't know if that recorded. 
I don't know if that did or not, but if you hear a random noise, if audience, I heard I, it, you heard it. It's probably in there. So oh it, for what, if you can't hear it, there's kind of a weird, nasty noise, gargling noise, gargling <laughs> noise. The scary thing is, I don't know who it came from. Oh no, it was me. Oh, I, I know okay. it was me. I felt it in my throat. <laughs> I felt, and it, and it it's was, all those bubbles that you should have like let your beer sit a little bit more. To I, I guess so. Okay, so carbonation. So two point eight million miles away. But it's quote unquote on a collision path for the United States. Correct. So this is where I'm already like, okay, this is BS. Now, now hold on. Is that it's 2.8 million miles away, like just from Earth, and like it's closing, like 2.7, 2.6. No, or no, no. That's that's when it passes by. That's where it's going to be. Literally 2.8 million <laughs> 2. miles. 2. Away. <laughs> How far away is the moon? Um, like 20 times that, or something like that. The moon is twenty times further away. Yeah, let me let me find that. No, no. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. That two point eight is twenty times more than the distance to. Oh, yeah. okay. I was yeah, gonna say, like, if it was twenty times more, I mean, we're talking like what Mars, like, distance. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So let me let me re- read the start of this this article. Right. Giant space rocks continue to threaten the planet as yet another large asteroid is headed towards the Earth this month. Right? Already sounds pretty ominous. Whatever. Followed up by, luckily, the asteroid isn't likely to hit the Earth when it passes as, it, uh, as its current path puts it passing at roughly 4.5 billion kilometers or around 2.8 million miles is the passing distance. So here's the thing. I, I, every, like I said, every year we get this thing, asteroid coming. Everybody starts share, sharing it, like posting about it. You open up the article. They're like, yeah, it's coming towards us, but it's not even going to come close. So classic clickbait right there, right? Kind of dumb. Anyway, the, the, the thing that I think is more scary, so I was watching a, a, a Veritasium video. Another guy, this is a YouTuber that I watch. He's very good videos if you're interested in like science, math, all this stuff. Should he be famous? I think so. Okay. I think I think he's pretty famous. I don't know how many subscribers. He's got well over a couple million subscribers. Okay, so relatively. But I mean, I think he contributes a lot of good. I like that this kind of, there's an overlap here. Hmm. I think he contributes a lot of good and educates people and does it in a fun way. That is beneficial to society. It is not somebody that's just trying to take money. Whatever. There's a there's a there's a beneficial part to his existence. Fair enough. So, anyway, if you're ever interested in like science, engineering, math, like stuff like this, very good resource. But he was he did a video on this, and I went back and watched this video because of this article. The scary thing is not about those asteroids that we see. He says, the scary thing is the ones that we don't see. So the crazy thing is um, space is just black, right? When you look out, it's dark. Um, We can only see the asteroids when the sun is reflecting off of them, like in between us and the Earth. So you get the the light from the sun, bounces off of it, and bounces back to the Earth, and that's when we can see it. And that only happens about a quarter of the time. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, so all those ones that you were talking about, we don't even know where they are. Now, the other scary thing is we have no way of stopping them. So he had some expert in 
that was watching, like, uh, explaining all of this and blah, blah, blah. Veritas, the, the, the guy that runs Veritas, I mean, his name is Derek Moore. Uh, he goes, so let's say there is one coming to a, uh, towards us. Is there anything we could do about it? The guy just goes, nope, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, oh, that's very exciting. See, I, I think you're, you're, you're going to lean into one me, of my points about this as well. No, me sitting on my couch not knowing anything about anything. There's got to be something, right? I mean, you don't think our military could fire a couple missiles up there and break it up, but then what, like this giant asteroid becomes three asteroids and like... Correct. But we're also 70% water, so it hits the the ocean. What, is it going to flood the entire Earth or like what's going to happen if it like doesn't hit land? And if it does hit land, what's going to happen? Is it going to be like an atomic bomb or it's going to like just wipe out everything? So I think I, I, I read... There was a similar asteroid that hit back in 1908. And this is the same article that I'm reading all of this off of. They're like, a similar asteroid to 2018 AH hit back in 1908 and caused devastating damage. And it was horrible and crazy, like, um, if it would happen again. And they continue to describe that event. And they're like, yeah, three people died. <laughs> like, devastating damage. Like, come on. Oh, don't! It's man, like they they, it's, got, they get all of this hype up, and they're like, eh, "It's gonna be uh, horrible, whatever." There were a bunch of trees knocked down. Like they they said, like eighty million trees were knocked down. Oh, God forbid! But it was like three people died, devastating. Like, oh my God. Okay, so that's that's one of the things that I don't. And you and I have had this conversation before, like in private, about just the what is bad, what is devastating right there is no there's once again no metric to it it's extremely objective which is why you can call it subjective which i I forget which one's which it's it's subjective it's It's, very subjective subjective yeah so it's person to person right so it's very it's very subjective whatever you want yeah so devastating in this person's opinion was three people died devastating in my opinion is Five million people killed. Right. Cities wiped out. Right. Right. That's devastating. A few buildings got knocked over. Three people died. A couple trees fell over. Yeah. yeah that's not devastating. Right. Right. Exactly. But uh, another point I want to make, we, we post these articles. They post it all the time. There's nothing we can do about it. We don't know where they are. They're floating around there. They could hit us. They could not. Why worry? It's all fucking propaganda. It's all, you know, so well, but, I guess propaganda is not the word because propaganda is typically well, it's used cl- in a political sense, right? I guess yeah, it typically, but it's click, it's clickbait, like it's you clickbait, said, it's clickbait, yeah. but it's what, so dumb. But for what purpose? Like, right. like at least, granted, you Scare know, people, right? At least, but why? Like, what, what is to gain from it? Like with with propaganda, like you said, typically in a political, you know, purpose. That's at least for some sort of gain, right? You want right. to scare people. You want to control people. You want, like that is there's at least some sort of benefit to the person perpetrating the propaganda. What does the science community have to gain from scaring people with asteroids and doomsdays? I don't know. I I can't figure it out. I don't know why. I I the only thing I can see gain wise is they get somebody clicked on their article. They get ad revenue off of people coming to their website, and that's it. 
I mean, that's the only that's, benefit. Mm, I don't. That doesn't. I mean, that literally only benefits the company. So I, it's just, in my opinion, it's it's dumb. That's very, yeah. I don't, I don't get why the science community would do that, right? You would think that the science community would be like, yeah, you know what? We don't know where some of these are, but the chances of this are pretty small. You know, yeah, blah blah blah. Instead, it's like, oh my god, an asteroid came within two point eight million miles. Everybody should panic because we don't know where all of these other ones that are closer. It's like. Why? But in back to my point, why worry? You're not gonna be able to do anything about it. So that's that's always been kind of a, you know, I know we talked about fun conspiracy theories a little bit. The like episode was that one of this season, but like the whole thing with aliens, right? Like the the thing is like, oh, the government knows that there are aliens, but they don't want to cause mass hysteria with the public, right? It's the same thing you would think with science. It's like, oh, let's just not cause mass hysteria. Let's just you know. We don't know where they are, but like it's nothing to worry about, right? You 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 would think that yeah, that's not exciting though. No, no, it's not. It's all about clicks. It's all like I don't. Is anything real anymore? That's it. it I I'm having an existential crisis right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm li- I'm literally questioning everything. Is anything actually real anymore? I mean, more and more as you think about it, people have access to more and more information. I just said more and more so many times. People have access to an abundant more uh, information than they ever have, and can get that information quicker than ever. Right. So, so, so your 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 reader is more educated, but might not be because they're reading BS. Right. You know, that's that's an interesting thing. Um, one of our our mutual friends who is in the military, we were having a conversation once. And I was asking him about some military stuff. And he made the comment to me that because of technology, because people have so much access to information, the general public feels like they're entitled to know things. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about, again, some military stuff. And I was asking him about it. And he goes, look, you know, they're not going to tell you what the military is going to do. Yeah, like, they like, shouldn't. Like, why? He goes, you know, they're at these press briefings telling them, you know, the situation and stuff like that. And he goes, for whatever reason, the American people feel like they are entitled to, are entitled to military operations information. Well, if you think about it, I mean, I, we don't know the entire timeline of events of, like, the Afghanistan, like, uh, evacuation, right? Yeah. But it's like they announced it, so then that caused a big conundrum over there and then people died because everybody was trying to get out as quickly as they can. Right. And so, but that, that was something interesting to me is like, people feel like they're entitled and, and like we have all this access to information and I don't feel like we're any smarter for it. Well, the other scary thing is people are also entitled to share their opinion and post whatever they want out there, regardless of whether it's true or so, false. Oh, here's another take, dude. You're getting me. You're getting me heated. This is not the the way that I thought this, this episode we went was going to go. Asteroids to well, well, See, no. This is, so I've this had is this. Why I, it, it wasn't really about the asteroid. It was about the the clickbait, the, the fear mongering, the, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Um, but your your comment about you know people feel like they're entitled to share their opinion because of social media and whatnot. And you know what? I'm sharing my opinion right now, and I'm going to tell you right now, your opinion, my opinion, does not fucking matter. 
No, it it, it truly it doesn't. doesn't. We're just we're talking just to talk, right? But some people truly feel like their opinion matters, and I'm here to tell you, it doesn't. My opinion doesn't matter. Nick's opinion doesn't matter. The general public's opinion does not matter because we really don't have a say in anything. But when you get on behind your keyboard on Facebook or you get behind whatever and you just feel the need to share your opinion, does not matter. Yeah. It doesn't. It's, it's not going to make as big of an impact as you think it will. No, it doesn't. And all it does is just create division and hatred and, and you know, piss people off. And, and like, there no good comes from it. So, again, what good is coming from these scientists saying, oh, my God, we don't know where these asteroids are. They might hit Earth. It's yeah. like. And it got shared amongst, like, a thousand people, and then now it's gone. Right? Uh, it's, okay, mean, well, you, at, least you, it was, at least it was short-lived, right? It wasn't, like. You know, I, that I know of. It was posted, like, a few hours ago, so whatever. Okay. Well, the coolest thing I learned about it, though, is that NASA is going to literally take a satellite and run it into an asteroid and see what happens. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean what's going to happen? <laughs> well, they wanted to see how it reacts. So, like, What, the asteroid or the satellite? Because I think I know what's going to happen to the satellite. <laughs> and, oh, fuck. Sir, we've lost communication. No, no, see, this is, this is what's going to happen. They're going to run the satellite into the, the meteor or asteroid, whatever it is, and it's going to deflect it towards Earth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, we fucked up. So, like, you brought up one thought of, like, how to get rid of an asteroid. You shoot a rocket at it, you blow it up. But the problem with that is you create thousands of other little things, right? Um, but then people will talk about, oh, let's shoot, like, a rocket up there and attach it to it and then, like, blow it out into space and, like, kind of redirect it, basically. Well, then I think this is their other thing is, like, what happens if we throw some mass at it? Like, how does it react? So. Well, I mean, mass moves mass, right? But, like, depending it's, on how big that mass is and how. thing. Yeah, and how yeah. big the mass you shoot at it is. Not very big. You got to well, and that's the a, thing. Like a satellite can only be so heavy because you want it to be light as possible when you're taking it up in a rocket. So. Right. Well, you that, but then like <clears throat> those asteroids are moving how fast? Fast. I don't know. Like hundreds of thousands of miles an hour. I'm not even gonna throw a number out there because just I don't just yeah, crazy, wrong. absurdly fast. Spread misinformation. And you're just you're gonna. It's like gonna be shooting a marshmallow at a tank. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. So, so uh, in audience, I want to apologize about my rant. I don't know. You you got me on one right there. So You're I apologize. I, well, I want to apologize my rant. Your, your YouTube apology video and it's the it, mid mid <laughs> No, I, I don't think I said anything bad. I just I this this podcast is supposed to be fun, so I got on one. So my bad. So we are gonna have some fun. You're bad. <laughs> We're, we're going to have some fun with this next topic. Um, literal um, fun. Uh, almost like it's a game show, because that's what we're going to be talking about. Game shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So You have my ears. All right. So um, this one, I think Cameron might have offered this one up a while back about game shows. So we're going we're gonna to touch on this now. Um, there's a lot of game shows out there. And there are some that pay a lot of money, and there are some that pay less money. And I don't know, I, I don't fully understand how. Like, for example, the um, deal or no deal. They're offering hundreds of thousands of dollars per 
game. Mm-hmm. Jeopardy is offering $10,000, you know, for the winner or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like the discrepancy between the payouts of the shows is ridiculous. And I don't understand how... Do you how think it's, it's an odds thing? Like, I, okay, uh, each contestant on uh, Deal or No Deal, they're separate independent games. Like, you, you have one contestant on there and their odds are solely based on how they do what they do, not based on whatever a, another game uh, 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 contestant's going to do, right? So, whereas when you have, like, uh, what's what's called, uh, what's, the, what's the one with Plinko and uh, Price is Right, mm-hmm. there's always going to be a winner no matter what, right? Yeah. But the odds of winning, like, hundred $100,000 on Deal or No Deal are a lot lower. See, I don't That's think what so, I'm assuming. man. Well, and I think part of it is, and this is why, you know, I've, I've said that I'm never going to be on a game show because I'm too rational. Like we, I get to deal or no deal and the banker offers me over a hundred thousand dollars to just walk away. Deal. Don't care. Don't care what's in my case. Fucking deal. I'm taking that deal. I'm, and then they, they, now they allow you to negotiate. (laughs) <laughs> they allow you to negotiate with the maker. So it's so like... You get on there and negotiate lower than what they offer them. <laughs> no, what I would do is after I open like... I think the first round you get to open like six cases. And I think after those six cases and my board is stellar and they're going to offer me 20 grand, I'm going to be like 500. <laughs> 500,000. Yeah, something Five, ridiculous. Yeah, 500,000. Because they're going to say no, but... So, so going back to your one where you're like, I'm super rational. I'm going to take like... The good offer, and I'm gonna walk because a hundred thousand dollars sounds fucking stellar. Yeah, it's I'm a not, lot better than the dollar that you could get if you're trying to go for a million, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like at but, the end of the at the end of the game, I have a million dollars, so I have one dollar. So My no, chances. Yeah. Another thought: Do you think there's episodes out there that aired where it was like just somebody worked their way up and then was like, "Nope, I'm done," and they well, didn't even air it because like, wow, that was boring. Uh, I almost wonder if that's a thing. It could be a thing. I, I almost think that the vetting process is is very thorough, though. It's like you got to go through multiple hoops before they put you on. And they, they, they literally try to find, like, the most irrational, emotional people that they can. Like, I have a house I really, really want to get or... Yeah, or, or uh, again, everybody loves a story. My family member has cancer or I was homeless or, you know, like, one of those stories... There's an asteroid coming, and I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> and I need a bomb shelter. <laughs> like, so, so I, I don't understand, like, the payouts for some of these, these game shows. But I guess what I... I got three questions for you. One. That's too many. <laughs> what? Well, we're kind of running out of time here. Okay, so one. What game show do you think you would be best at? Uh, Price is Right. For sure. You think you'd be good at that? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I, I think I know how much stuff costs. And also, I'm really good at Plinko. <laughs> <laughs> that random, that completely random game. Okay. I just want to play Plinko. Okay. Um, number what, two. What, what was yours, though? Uh, what would I be best at? Yeah, yeah. Um, see, I, th- I think I would, make a, I would make a killing at uh, Deal or No Deal. I, I do. I think I would, because again, they're, they're going to offer me a hundred grand and I'm like, deal. I'm walking out with a hundred grand. That's more than you're ever going to walk out with on prices. Right. Like you're, you're yeah, I would agree. I so. would agree. Also you're walking away and, and, uh, on prices, right. With items. 
yeah. $150,000 worth of items. Or, so, or luxury vacations. Yeah. Thank you. Number two, what game show do you think it would be like the most fun to be on? Like, oh, oh uh, what's the, uh, okay, back in the day, it was MXC Most, most Extreme Elimination Challenge, uh, but the American kind of American wipe version, out. Wipe out. Yeah. yeah. Be awesome. I, I think so that'd be fun. I think that'd be kind of fun or, too. Do you consider American Ninja Warrior a game show? Yeah, it's a contest. I mean, it's yeah, not like okay. a yeah. game show, but it's a contest. So, That's fair. well, like Survivor, right? It's a no. It's, I'm not doing that. No, but my point is, it, it's a similar <laughs> American Ninja Warrior is kind of a similar category. Something re- requires more skill rather than, yeah, but Jeopardy requires skill as well, eh, or knowledge. I, I don't know. But Wipeout? Yeah, Wipeout. Something like that. Um, I think Wipeout would be fine. I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. That's and then the the last one. What game show would be the most fun to host? If you were the host of a game show, which one would be the most fun? Uh, the one that immediately came to mind was Family Feud. Dude, Steve Harvey but does the best job. I don't... I, I can't do that, though. I'm not... I'm not... Uh, I, on my toes as much like he's good with the comedy dude he like i i i heard a story and again uh, you can fact check me if you want but essentially steve harvey like went to the network i forget what whatever family feuds on and he's like hey like you gotta let me say something to these people that just guess the dumbest thing <laughs> and they're like yeah steve go for it you know do, do what you gotta do and so he just became ruthless to people the thing um, is he's, he's got like the character and the look to him like the facial expressions and everything dude, like, he, it's he holds perfect. he holds it together so well i think family feud would be fun but like uh trebek towards the end there got the same way he started not giving a fuck and he just started like <laughs> telling people it's, like, it's almost like a professor or somebody that's just got like tenure they're just like yeah fuck i don't so, you're fucking stupid like, so, I, I would agree i think family feud or jeopardy would be good the the uh scene that from a movie that just came to mind was uh billy madison where he describes like, oh, you know, ex- explain why this uh, culture and civilization like existed back in the day. And we are all now dumber because of, of what you said. <laughs> exactly. I reward you, you no said. points. <laughs> and God <laughs> have mercy on your soul. <laughs> exactly. That's what I wish I could say. Okay. So that, that's, that's about all I had on game shows. I just... I, I still, I still don't understand how they pay out as much money as they do. Like should, again, some pay out like a couple thousand dollars, but like I don't know how Deal or No Deal like gives away that much money. Is it ad revenue? Is it? I do. I have no idea. But I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the ad revenue that they're pulling in is like massive, being on a massive network. It's, it's gotta, gotta be, be huge. It, it has to be, and they're they're not doing it every day, right? It's it's probably like you know a show a week maybe, but that, that's still a ton of money. So, so okay. I'm going to throw this out there. This is a big, this is something that we haven't talked about. Could we do like a little game show on the, the podcast? Could that be a fun episode? I mean, we kind of do that with like trivia and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but let's, let's, let's have like, you know, three contestants and let's, let's make this an event. It could be fun. We'll have to think it out. Maybe, well, we, maybe we could do something. Maybe like that, we could yeah. offer a reward of some kind. Case of Budweiser. Yeah. No. What? There we From go. From well, our not sponsored. All right, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop we'll, it. Workshop it. It could be fun. 
could it, be fun. It, it could be fun. But Warner, it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? Last call, baby. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> wow. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up. I thought it was closing. <laughs> Sometimes you fuck up at the beginning of the show. Sometimes is it, is it you not? fuck up at the end of the show. <laughs> Either way, you still fuck up. Is, is it not closing time? Not. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is <laughs> the last. The closing time. <laughs> it is the closing time. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. Warner came up with the last call. He was workshopping an idea. I don't know if he just... Like went, went, back, went back to an old idea. We're gonna rehash something. I don't know what we're gonna do. So what are we doing, Warner? This is this is something that I, I I wanted to workshop like back in the day, and so I'm just gonna go. This is more. I tell you what, on this entire episode, I've realized that I went more of like information based, and not like. Oh really? Yeah, I'm I'm all about education today. My two topics were famous people <laughs> and, and game, game shows. <laughs> Warner's sitting here talking about asteroids. <laughs> See, that's the fun thing, though, is that it's all over the place. Why not? Let's just talk about whatever we want to do. You know what? It's our podcast. <laughs> fuck you. It's our podcast. <laughs> fuck you. It's my podcast. Can we make sure? <laughs> can we make merchandise that just says "fuck you"? It's my podcast. Yes, we can do that. We can I do like that. that. I, I might start right. selling "fuck you." It's my podcast t-shirts if anybody has a cricket we would love to use it so we can make t-shirts for very i cheap. had i had one on this soundboard but you told me it sounded like a squeaky wheel <laughs> so i removed it not that cricket oh do you what? know what a cricket is it's like a thing that you can make like stickers and like t-shirts and logos <laughs> and stuff off of didn't know that was called how a did cricket. you even get to that we are all now dumber because of what you just no, said no i thought you were like hey that's a bad joke i wish i had a cricket noise uh, oh boy what's the last okay. call anyway we're gonna we're jeez, oh, i can't even recover from that we're gonna do a thing called today i learned oh god yeah so <laughs> uh so for those who are not on reddit there's a great subreddit called today i learned which i think is very informative because literally just people post interesting things that you've never heard of or it's not common knowledge very interesting stuff so there's not really a game to it. There's not really like a topic to it. We're just kind of going into it, right? You've been in an informative mood. Let's uh, let's keep it going. All right. This is uh, it's it's there's there's five five facts here, right? Cats basically domesticated themselves. It's it's, it's so it's not really <coughs> a, it's an interesting thing. So genetically, they are identical to their ancestors. Are they though? They are. It's like a they horse are. and a mini horse. Are they actually the same? Uh, no, if you look at cats. So people went back and looked at the genetics of cats from back in the day, way, way back in the day, and found out that they're basically identical. So they were solitary hunters, uh, quote, solitary hunters and had uh, a lack of social hierarchy, meaning that they were pretty much uh, bad to be domesticated, unlike a dog. They don't like social interaction, right? So, uh, basically, uh, cats would hang out with a, uh, a fisherman. They'd go to the fisherman's house because there was fish and mice and everything around, and they'd hunt. 
because they were lazy, so they were they were uh, solitary hunters. They were very lazy. They waited for stuff to come to them, and uh, they were assholes. So pretty much, they went to a fisherman's house. They hung out at that house because there were mice around, and they realized that eh, there's food here. This is a nice place to stay, so I'm just going to stay here. So pretty much. The equivalent of they were lazy assholes and uh, found a good place to stay and became squatters, which is what cats are today. Freeloaders. Essentially, yes. Oh, oh, okay. What's what's the next? I hate cats. So uh, my favorite comment from that section was uh, a guy said, uh, my cat turns on my PlayStation uh, and uses it to uh, sleep on because of the warm air. Cats are domesticated assholes. I hate, dude. And here's the thing: like you know the thing, like men are like dogs, cats are like women are like cats. Yep. You know, like that analogy. Uh, yeah, sure. It it cats love me when I don't show them any attention. I I hate cats. I hate cats. My brother has a cat, yeah. and when yeah. I was when I was home over Thanksgiving, I went. And was hanging out with my brother, and his cat was there. And I let that cat know, "Don't come near me." What does it do? Come near you. Absolute fucking asshole. It's it's kind of like the reason I brought up the women thing. It's like you don't show the women attention. They don't seem to, you know. They they like like why aren't you showing me attention? Fuck that cat. It knew I didn't like it, and yet it wanted to come around anyway. Well, you, you, I'm guessing the cat. Found a warm body, aka you, and was like, "Yeah, it's kind of nice. A little bit of body warmth. I'll <laughs> use it." Mm. Cat's just using you. It got right up in my face too. Didn't All appreciate right, it. Next one, you'll like this one because it's related to guns. We talk about guns a lot. Pew pew. All right, uh, Hiram Maxim was the inventor of the automatic machine gun. Spent so much time test firing his guns that he became completely deaf. His son, Hiram Percy Maxim. Same name, but with Percy in the middle. Very original. Eventually invented the silencer. I <laughs> shit you not. Yeah. Uh, but uh, too late to save his father's hearing. That's fantastic. Yeah, kind of interesting, right? That's, yeah. That I, I mean, I, I've always said that invention, like ingenuity, comes out of laziness. Laziness or, or a problem. Or no, a problem. Or an actual right. problem. Yeah. No, that was an actual problem, and he solved it. Uh, to take it a step further, Hiram Percy Maxim was also the inventor of the automotive muffler. Crazy. He really didn't like loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> this man liked his quiet. Uh, let's see. Uh, today I learned that uh, before the 12th Amendment, the vice president was the presidential candidate who won second most votes instead of the running mate. AKA, you didn't pick your vice president back in the day. Me as an American, I didn't know that. I thought it was interesting. When did uh, when did that change? That's a good question. I wish I could answer that for you. You didn't learn that today. I didn't. I did not <laughs> learn that today. That will be next week. I thought that there was a comment that was kind of funny. It was a, a dialogue between the time, vice. Time, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. So what you're telling me is that when Donald, like back in the day, when Donald, because it was Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, right? Yes. You're telling me that Donald Trump would have been Joe Biden's vice president. Correct. So whoever lost the presidential election. 
automatically became it's not lost. It's first loser. Automatically became vice president. Correct. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it looks like it was ratified in 1804, June 15th, 1804. Oh, so that, that died pretty, pretty damn quick then. Uh, yeah. So somewhat quick. So the, the funny comment that I, I, I liked, uh, was a dialogue between the vice president and the president. Vice president says, he's like, man, it's kind of weird that the, uh, the first loser or whatever, the second place candidate becomes the vice president. And then it goes to the president and he says, yeah, we can change that because I'm the president. And then that's why that got changed. So he's like, mm. yeah, I don't like working with you. So, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like two people that are going against each other that hate each other. And then they end up like having to work together. Yeah. Sounds like the odd couple. It sounds like, uh, a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah. So eventually that got changed naturally. Um, here's another one. Uh, during World War II, the U.S. Army was aware that mail to soldiers uh, was critical for morale, but overwhelmed with volume and space, to ke- uh, they couldn't keep it on the ship. Uh, so they resurrected a, uh, like, what is this? British Eastman Kodak method where every letter was photographed and the film was shipped and then printed. And this was called V-mail. It's kind of like the original email. So somebody would write a letter. They would put a bunch of these on one single roll, take that roll over, reprint it out, and then send it. It's like the that's original a, email. That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of logistics, but when you think about how much mail How long ago there, was that? It was World War II. Oh, well, that wasn't in Saving Private Ryan. No, it was not. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Last one. You'll, you'll enjoy this one. I don't know why, but it seems like something you'll think is funny. Uh, Pedro Rodriguez Filho, who was sentenced to 126 years in prison for killing 11 people, uh, was then sentenced to another 400 years for killing six, uh, 60 plus inmates, but was released after 34 years as per Brazilian law. So this man went to jail for killing 11 people for 126 years, went to jail, killed 60 plus more inmates, but because of Brazilian law, you can only be in jail for a maximum of 30 years. That's your maximum sentence. So he got released. All right. I got two questions. One, why did you think I would enjoy that one? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you would think it was fun. <laughs> and two, what the fuck, Brazil? <laughs> That's the rule. And uh, just to let you know, he is released right now. Well, he's walking around. I guess I will not be going to Brazil. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you, Nick, for <laughs> <laughs> the interesting facts of the day. Thank you for educating me. And uh, that's it for us tonight on the Last Call podcast. Uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, I, I was very <laughs> caught off guard. <laughs> From us here at the Last Call podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. Lock your door tonight. Places you will be from closing time.